Hello and welcome to Seven Questions, the podcast that aims to bust through the myths and drill down into all things property. My name's Tom and I'll be your host. Today's episode is all about the future of the lettings market and how technology is changing processes across the sector. As the property industry continues to evolve throughout the global pandemic, how has the lettings and rental market been affected by the events of the last two years? Joining me to discuss today's topic is Richard Price, Managing Director at Desres. Thanks for joining us today, Richard. It's a pleasure, Tom. Nice to be here. Excellent. Firstly, Richard, could you give us a little insight into what Desres is? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we provide um, a CRM to estate agents, essentially. So that enables agents to manage their entire property portfolio or their contacts or their clients, everything in one place. And we're on a mission to connect the property world. And what does that mean? So that means bringing all the latest property technology together in one place so our customers can utilize technology to solve everyday problems and create opportunities you know it's really all about making tech work for our customers of course yeah so it's yeah doing a great job of sort of streamlining or helping streamline the industry right absolutely and you know we'll talk a lot about that i think today you know about automation and connecting different bits of software together i think that's absolutely key to to moving the industry forward yeah absolutely so perfect segue there let's get started with what we've uh, the topics for today so i think my first question for you is how have tenant and by extension agent expectations sort of shifted in the pandemic well i think i think there's generally a move to renting more things um with the new generation of people coming through into into tenancy so whether that's cars bikes electric scooters or homes there is this move towards renting you know the new generation won't want the hassle of ownership and so we're seeing that change um, across the globe essentially <laughs> and i think that will continue obviously things have accelerated during the pandemic and i think expectations are much higher now from tenants as well if you if you think about private rented student accommodation for example you know the, the new the new tenants coming through there are used to having free gyms 24 yeah. 7 coffee available 24-hour security i mean things have changed a lot since i was a student when i had a, a bedroom with a window that was so high i couldn't even actually see out of so i think <laughs> things are changing for the better in that respect um and I, and and tenants have much more have, have different expectations as well in terms of connectivity they want to have really good broadband speeds um 5g all those things and you know we're moving away from that 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 need to be near the station or near good transport links when you only have to go to the office say once or twice a once or twice a week you don't need to be to have that transport link you know on your doorstep so definitely from the agents i've spoken to our customers that's one of the key changes that they're seeing you know tenants also want to communicate through text and whatsapp now rather than using you know the phone and and uh, an email so that's a big change and that's again been driven through through this this digital transformation that we've seen during the pandemic. Um, and, and quite interesting, I was, I was talking to, a, to an agent yesterday about, uh, about what, what they're seeing, they're in sort of the North London area and they're seeing in these, these rented blocks that you can get in, in central London where 
you, you can now have more facilities on site. So you might you'd be happy with your contemporary modern room, um, but you might have a, a one bedroom apartment, for example. But within that same building, you can rent a bedroom, which I thought was really interesting. So if you've got family coming to stay, you can uh, you can rent a room for them, and you can also rent a dining room. Um, yeah. So so if you've got a small apartment, you can actually use that space as well. So I think there's a a definite shift in in expectations for 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 tenants, and and I think also we've seen you know areas within increased rental growth across the UK, um, particularly in more rural areas where you know, people are thinking, well, if we have another pandemic in the future, we have a lockdown, where do I want to be living? Do I want to be in a city centre where things might be closed or do I want to be somewhere where I can get out in the open air? So we've seen increases in, in rental growth in places like Wales and, and the southwest. Um, and, and on the flip side of that, the rental growth uh, went down by 9.4% in London compared to pre-lockdown numbers. So I think there's obviously been that shift um, and also um, the, 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 the levels of, of rent. So um, the rental um, calendar per calendar month has gone up to £1,007 per calendar month. That's the average across the UK. Yeah. So that's also gone up by 5.9%. So, you know, you can see there's a, a huge opportunity for agents to, to, to move into this space. Um, and uh, so, so the second part of your question was about agents. Yes. I think um, I think obviously there's a, there's an opportunity there. I think to move into that space, as I said, um, and what we've seen throughout the pandemic is a number of changes in legislation and compliance, and there's a, a, a an opportunity there for agents to really help landlords because if you're a private landlord, a do-it-yourself landlord, as, as one of our agents called them, yeah. um, it's hard to stay up to date with all of this. Um, this change in compliance and legislation, whereas if it's your full-time job as an agent, you're much more likely to, to be able to stay up to date with that. And technology can help you there as well, because there's a, there's a couple of um, solutions out there, one called Rent Profile, which helps with tenant and landlord reference checks, which is, um, you know, which will really help you ensure that you stay up to date with that and make sure your, your, your tenants and landlords can rent properties and, and actually um, take on those properties. And there's something called Camera as well. Which is which is linked um, as well to the to the Home Office, so it allows landlord legislation and compliance checks to be completed. So it's um, yeah, there's a lot of technology out there to help, and, and a lot of that has come about as part of the uh, of the the pandemic and that need to to make sure that everything is done digitally. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, you know one of the the best points you made there is just the the change in people's expectations of facilities. Um, I know, obviously, we'll get on to the technological stuff um, in a moment because I think there is a lot more to talk about in that. But, yeah, I think the expectations that people have, as you mentioned, one of our own developments um, has a private dining area that you can rent out just because not everyone has, um, you know, just wants to host everyone in their home, right? They might want to have a, a bigger dinner party or something or host guests and having those facilities that you can rent within the, within the development, I think, is excellent. And it's it's that sort of... Um, accessibility and convenience that people are looking for right now absolutely and I think you know I, I actually rent my own um, student property so I've got an eight bed student property that I rent myself um, yeah. and um, you know I've definitely seen that the whole of that sector 
the the level of expectation is so much higher now and, and rightly so you know people you know students shouldn't have to put up with living in in terrible accommodation and I think no, that's sure. been that's been a great thing and and yeah things like that you, you mentioned there where you've got all these different facilities and these bigger blocks but you know people expect really good broadband full wi-fi throughout the property yeah. you know flat screen tvs in every room you know that sort of stuff you know um so you know and, and a nice double bed you know it's 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 all good stuff I think yeah, for sure. So jumping back into what you said about the sort of technological side of things, how have um, technological advancements we've seen in other industries translate to the property sector? I guess, you know, more about the, the digitisation, uh, particularly things like we spoke to one of our previous guests about um, finance and how, you know, sort of contactless and how that's evolved from being it was card and then it was contactless and now you know it gets to the point where you can just use your phone and you don't even really need a card or anything at all uh, you just need your phone so how has that sort of translated do you think to the property sector yeah i think obviously there's been this this digital revolution hasn't there throughout the pandemic you know we're we're now facetiming our grandparents you know which <laughs> we'd never have happened beforehand you know my, my parents in particular didn't even know how to use facetime i don't think before no yeah. um, so so those sorts of things are translated into online viewings you know that it's it's much more commonplace to, to use virtual viewings and virtual valuations, all these things happening now in the industry. So that's definitely been a big change. Um, and I think prop tech has had to keep up with those changes and those changing customer, consumer expectations. We had to build into our solution a, a web conferencing solution so that we could allow our agents to be able to run um, inspections and valuations and viewings remotely. So yeah. I think, you know, that has definitely changed. And, and, and going back to my my experience of, of renting my own property of eight bedroom student house, I, I rented that without without the tenants setting foot in the property initially. So they, um, you know, we did a virtual valuation, um, a virtual viewing with them and uh, signed everything digitally. So I think that's another another trend as well is using things like signable, which we, we've integrated with as well, which um, which enables you to, to manage all the contracts and everything around renting a property um, remotely and uh, obviously gives you that audit trail as well. So I think that has definitely been a big change, but I think we might talk about this a bit later as well, but um, I think generally data, it, it needs to be used more effectively within our industry. Um, I think things like GDPR have made us realize that data has a value. Yeah. And, but I, I, I still think that generally agents aren't using that in the way that they should be and you know we, we we collect so much data you know when you register a client you register all about their property you you've got all their email address you've got all their contact information as long as um you've got consent to do so you should be using that information to, to give them a really really good memorable service and um i think that's come out as part of the pandemic as well is that you can now as people expect things to be done digitally you know you can send them an, a, a whatsapp message after three weeks after they've moved in and say, you know, how's it going? And just become memorable to your your tenants, your landlords, you know, and, and your vendors and, and applicants with that really good follow-up service. Um, so when they're looking to buy or sell or rent or or um, or move on in the future, they think of you as that agent. So I think that's really helped. And 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 also AI, you know, that is coming into the industry as well. So with artificial intelligence, again, that's driven by data. You've got to have the right data in place to be able to, to, to build AI. Um, services but uh, you know that that is really starting to happen with the larger agents using it, AI chatbots so you've got this kind of 24-7 service because again during the pandemic people were, were using it on their 
on their iPads and and um, desktops, whatever it is, until in the until late in the evening, and wanted and expect now to be able to transact at all times of the day. So if you've got that ability to do that and provide some sort of portal, um, which is something we've seen definitely within our software, we've got a portal, and, and the the use of that um, with our agents has, has increased massively over the last eighteen months. So yeah, I think there's there's lots of stuff there that's that's happened. Um, and just one last, just one last thing. Sorry, is is, is automation and connectivity. So, the the fantastic thing I think about the software world right now is this is this drive towards um, uh, connectivity. So, there's something called um, Zapier, which yeah. is basically is a, is a platform which is connected with thousands of different software applications. So things like all your social media is on there, like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You've got all your accounting software like um, um, Xero and, and things like that on there and Sage. And then you've also got things like email marketing, like um, MailChimp and HubSpot. So being able to connect up to that gives you this huge ecosystem that you can then automate different things happening at different trigger points. So it gives you some fantastic um, flexibility and, and again, that ability to, to deliver really good customer service. Absolutely. I think um, you, you made a good point there about the the sort of people wanting to transact at any time. And I think what we've seen as well in the investment market is the importance of that in regards to overseas. So obviously you've got people in different time zones and you've got sort of international clients and having um, a, a service where, you know, someone can view a property in Hong Kong um, and then do it all, you know, buy it all, invest and then do it all digitally, I think is vital for, if we do want to sort of build this connected um, industry that we, you know, everyone's always talking about, right? They always want it to be accessible and connectable. And I think, that's really helped the the overseas market. That's something that we've seen, anyways. You know, as you say, AI chatbots um, and just the virtual viewings have been, probably been the two biggest things that I think have really facilitated that. Um, so, talking about some of the changes to processes, what do you think are the biggest ones, the biggest changes that we've seen to processes throughout sort of the rental market and in your experience? Yeah, again, I think you know, there's some of this being driven by the pandemic, you know, and, and government legislation so things like changes to the eviction process yeah you know covid saw that new legislation coming in where tenants were given six months notice when they're served as a section 21 notice for possession yeah. um and and this is changing all the time so you again you've got to be up, up to date with this you know so that's still in place in wales but it's gone down to four months in england you know in different dates when that takes effect so i think you know again you've got to be on top of this stuff and and i, and I think you know going back to where agents can really drive benefit there they can really help um, landlords with that because they can they can be compliant um there's all sorts of things you've got to you've got, you've got to you've got to comply with now around that and 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 so you need to be up to, up to speed with that you know, there's been changes to client money protection as well mm-hmm. um so government introduced um changes around that and making sure that 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 any money that's held on behalf of landlords and tenants is part of that client money protection scheme. So, you know, these, these things again need to be on, we need to be on top of those things. And then there's changes within with Brexit coming in. Um, so right to rent changes, which is like a there's a point-based scheme now that, that's in place. And and as I mentioned earlier, there's technology, there's a company called Rent Profile, a bit of software called Rent Profile, which offers an end-to-end home office right to rent checking service. Mm. Um, we've just integrated with those guys actually. And and it's so it provides that you know that compliance and that 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 safety net, I suppose, that you are in, you know, you're complying with all the latest legislation. So I think, you know, that's changed. And I, I think just from generally from a kind of um 
process point of view in terms of efficiency like we spoke about earlier you know the, the ability to be able to to sign things online um, um to do things remotely you know to, to communicate remotely all those things are just have just made the, the process actually more efficient so it's, you know out of this you know the terrible thing that was covid you know some of the benefits of being this whole um this move towards a more digital service for clients um, and, and hopefully a better service yeah absolutely i think it's it's something that um some people were sort of suggesting that the, the property market was quite stagnant when it came to sort of technological advancement right in regards to other industries and as you say it's 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 unfortunately what has come about of a bad thing but it is the silver line i guess of sort of that um, acceleration um which leads us nicely on to the next question actually which is how important do you think it has been to streamline the lettings process particularly if we're thinking from like sourcing to then onboarding um how important has it been to streamline that and how has the digitization played a part in that particularly in onboarding i think yeah, I, I think, you know, agent, uh, sorry, landlords are looking for, you know, really good, excellent, efficient service with great communication alongside that. And, and we've definitely seen that from our agents, you know, they want more, more tools that help them communicate um, remotely with those with those clients um, and enable them to, to have a really, really good, efficient service, as we said. So it does come back, I think, to, to those things like digital signing of, 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 um, of contracts and things like that. Um, but also, part of having a, a, a portal which you can allow your tenants to go into to get information about you know about the property that they're renting and also to 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 um to log any maintenance issues they may have with with the property and be able to do that 24 7 so things like fixed flow and enable that now so i think that is definitely starting to streamline that process um but you as a, as we were talking about just now you know you've got all the things like making sure right to rent is in place all those things and, and there are there are lots of bits of software that are coming out now to help you through that process and i think if you've got a central system you want to be able to connect all those bits of software together to make sure that that process does become streamlined and the way you do that is by having triggers happen at certain points within that process so um so it enables you to be able to be a lot more efficient and provide a service which which um is is is, is seen as as second to none, I guess, by the by the landlords and the tenants. Yeah. Um, and, and I think one of the key things that that um, the agents need to be able to do is get more landlords on board with their with the, with the service that they offer. And yeah. So a lot of our our agents work really closely with the sort of local community. So they'll you know they'll join Facebook groups, things like that, to, to get landlords on board onto mm. their system. You know, to say use our fully managed service because here's all the benefits you get from it but to actually get landlords in the first place is the challenge yeah. um so one of the things that one of our agents does is they, they have a property investment group that they run so they have all these property investors come together and talk about property so they are seen then as this enabler to, to that to that process which i thought was really really good and, and so that onboarding thing you know you're great you're getting landlords in early before they've even you know thought of you as a, as an a you know an agent to provide that service to, to them and then eventually then they come on board with your fully managed service so um there's lots of things around that and then obviously going back to things you're saying like you know virtual property viewings all that type saves time and um and and having a having a mobile piece of software as well really helps so yeah. you know, most software now is is cloud-based isn't it so you can take it anywhere as long as you've got decent 4g 5g um you, you know or, or wi-fi you can you can you can use the software wherever you are and i think that's really key when you're going into a into a client's 
home or um you know a, a rented property you can you can show them all the information you've got about that property or about your service that you provide um so again i think that that helps with that that full um connected service that you can provide to clients yeah for sure and i think you know that what we can expect to see sort of in the future um it, it, i mean obviously it depends on the scale and the sort of scope of it but put you on the spot a little bit richard what do you think we can expect from the future in regards to new technology so um, I've spoke about um, with previous guests about the potential to um, buy a property with one click. Do you think that'll ever happen, or be, you know, do you know? Do you think there's things that we'll see in the lettings process as this technology um, uh, becomes more widespread and is more adopted? Do you think we'll see anything like that in the future? Um, I, th I think you know the, the the buying of a property and and renting a property is is a complex business, isn't it? There's lots of things that you need to go through. I think. You, know, you can connect up a lot of these elements now and you can make that that process much slicker so and, and things can happen you, you don't need human interaction so much you, if you've got the right connected connected elements of that process together for example you know with like as we were talking about zapier earlier each every time you you, you do something within a, in a piece of software that can trigger something else happening so for example yeah. if you go into to a viewing after the viewing automatically um an sms or a whatsapp message can be sent out saying please give us your feedback on that viewing um, and that can all be done without without the agent touching anything and it, you know you can build up these big the big um uh automated processes that really really do drive that forward so i don't think you get to one click buying or, or renting of a property but but you, you know it there'll be a lot less need for for the agent to do the the admin side of things and and they'll be able to concentrate on things that you know that add the value you know their knowledge of the local area that their, their knowledge of how to to rent you know to, to to let your property in the best way possible and and how to manage all that compliance stuff so i think yeah there's definitely that shift that, that bringing all these bits of technology together will, will create a, a, a brilliant streamlined process um and, and as i said earlier you know data is so key to making that work um so people you know, or agents and, and landlords need to look at that data they hold and think right how can i use this data in the most appropriate way to give a great end-to-end -end service um that's connected and uh and and delivers that that really good um exceptional customer service yeah absolutely and i think you know what it's having spoken to other guests about something similar i think yeah that it's worked for other industries so why not the property industry right when that sort of bringing that together and creating that sort of not necessarily um sort of customer facing but the back end and the admin that can really help streamline the whole process and i, I think you know auto banking will also come to the fore as well so a few years ago um banks were were forced to use open apis which basically means that they're open so that you can connect bits of software into them mm -hmm. um and so in the future you well you can do it now actually so you can actually you know you can just if you make a payment in a in our resi pm solution when that's out and ready that will actually make the actual payment in the bank because the two will be connected so be able to pay landlords and, and receive tenant deposits and tenant um payments and payments of rent into into your bank account directly from whilst doing it directly in the software that's connected up to the bank so that's going to be a big change as well and um it's yeah. happening already but i think that will just continue 
Yeah, perfect. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, Richard. Uh, it was great to talk to you about, obviously, topics that is impacting the property industry on, on a number of different levels. Um, if anyone today is listening and is interested in learning more about the current state of the UK property market or any other sort of uh, fundamentals of property investment, you can download our free UK investment guide from our website at sevencapital.com. Now, as always, to finish the episode, we're going to push sort of property aside for a moment and get to know more about our guest with our five in five. So, Richard, it's pretty simple. You have five seconds to name one thing you'd have for the rest of your life from each of our five categories. So, Richard, if you could have one music album for the rest of your life, what would it be? Okay, it would be Seven and the Ragged Tiger by Duran Duran. That's because I went oh. to see them last, last weekend at the Isle of Wight Festival, and I've been a big Duranny since I was a kid. Yeah. And it just had the massive inlay card from the cassette, which I remember. So it was about, you, you opened up your cassette, pulled out this huge inlay card with all this information, all the lyrics and everything. So I'd yeah. sing, along, sing along to all my favourites on that album. Perfect. How was the uh, the festival? Was it oh, it was oh, it was amazing. Yeah, Isle of Wight, it was really good. Yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I've never seen Duran Duran live. So it was, you know, a, a childhood dream for me. So it was great. They, they've got, they, they've, they're a little bit older, but still, still sounding brilliant. So still got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Perfect. Okay. Um, so if you could have one meal for the rest of your life, what would that be? Um, well, I'm a vegetarian, and I and I and I try to be vegan when I can. So a vegan burger, the new vegan burgers are just brilliant. I love, you know, the, the beyond beyond burger stuff, and it's, it's oh, yeah. really good. Um, so yeah, a vegan burger and smoked vegan cheese would definitely be my my choice. Excellent. I think you're our first vegan. That's the first vegan response we've had. So, uh, yeah, you've you've brought them all there. Um, what one film would you have? Um, I'd go on for Usual Suspects because I just, oh, okay. that's, a, that's a great film, you know, and it just, once you know the ending, I suppose, it's not, it's yeah. not when you, the first time you watch that, it just blows your mind. I think, you know, the whole Kaiser Soze thing and all that is brilliant. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I could watch that a few times, I think. That's a great choice. It's, like you say, it's a definite first film completely blows you away and then I don't think I've ever seen it since but yeah it is it is excellent um one tv show has to be the walking dead oh, yeah. okay love it yeah I just yeah I my wife actually caught up so I watched up to season six and my wife said oh, I'll start watching it so I've actually watched the first five seasons twice uh, <laughs> and now we're, we're on to season 11 now so final final push now um so yeah watched the first one last night actually so of season 11 which was good so yeah, looking forward to going through the last last few episodes of that. Yeah, because it's the, it's the final though, isn't it? Is it the last one? What's the last one ever? Last one, yeah, yeah. Absolutely love that show. Yeah, fair enough. And then uh, finally, your last one is one luxury item. So I, I'm a couple of things I love doing. I, I'm I'm a keen surfer and a and a, um, and a mountain biker. And surfboards don't get that expensive so I thought I'd choose a mountain bike um, so there's an, an e-mountain bikes now I'm getting a bit older so I need a bit of help getting up the hills um, so there's a, something called a Whitey Industries is a, is a company that make amazing mountain bikes and they've got a, a model called the decoy and it's seven grand so I thought okay. you know, it's a luxury item so that uh, that ticks the box for me yeah perfect okay so yeah great choices there so thanks again for joining us uh, today Richard no problem thanks a lot Tom great to talk to you 
Yeah, excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, So that wraps up this episode of Seven Questions. Thanks to everyone for listening. If you'd like to listen to the rest of this series or any of our old episodes, just search Seven Questions wherever you listen to podcasts. In the meantime, feel free to give us a follow. And if you like what you hear, drop us a review.